What's up, my miners of intelligence and consciousness? I'm Rick Brooks, and this is Rick's Mind. So today on the show, we have Mad Max Brawley, who's my fact checker, and we've got uh, John Thompson, who is our sound engineer. Hello. Just wanted to bring you guys into the family and uh, show kind of, they're not going to be talking so much on this podcast. We will have fireside chats every now and again, but... I figured the first, the best way to start off a show is with my boys, the guys that are helping me, make, helping, helping these dreams come true. You're so, damn right. Yeah, yeah. That 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 is uh, John and Max. Say something what's, for the good people. What's up, y'all? We're just the, uh, just like a dream catcher over here, <laughs> catching Rick's dreams through his crazy mind. Oh. Everything I do is one fluid Versace motion. So <laughs> that's uh, that's good. I think you've had a little bit too much coffee. Yeah, maybe. Maybe <laughs> it so, is a quad. So, so I mean, honestly, guys, John, why don't you tell uh, the listeners a little bit about you and the things? How how the fuck did you get into being a sound engineer? Uh, well, it's kind of a byproduct of being a musician. Yeah. Um, started playing music when I was a kid. Had a really shitty band director in high school quit playing in bands, uh, just became an appreciator and lover of music and just playing guitar uh, and trying to learn piano off and on. And then moved here, started going to college, got bored doing fish and game. So started looking other ways. And then my uh, brother-in-law had been doing music for a long time, just kind of off and on with FL Studio. And so I started playing with that. And Mm -hmm. apparently I'm pretty good at it. So I became a music major and uh, the program I was in was music production, so it was technical skills to make you a better musician. So I'm actually trained to be a I'm a classically trained jazz musician, and then on top of that, I'm also like functionally trained to be a pretty decent sound engineer. So that is me. And uh, I uh, real quick, Max, I'm going to get to you in just a second. Word, word. I did not know you were a fishing game warden. I yeah, I yeah. just. Don't see that now. I so, never don't think I ever knew you. No, well, a fish and game. You did, because when we met at Surplus, fucking Surplus, I was best uh, job I ever had. Yeah, yeah, I was. I came to OSU at on eCampus as a liberal studies major. Yeah, and because I didn't know what the fuck <clears> I wanted to do, and I remember making a comment to someone said I just wanted a job where I could be alone in the woods with a gun. And they were like, you should do fish and wildlife science. And I was like, okay. So I did that for about a year and a half. And then right about when I was supposed to start going like heavy into my like only major shit, um, partially because I suck at chemistry, couldn't pass the third term of chemistry gotcha. after three times. That's I right. Feel Ooh, that. I feel yeah. that. Yeah. Dude. So I was just like, maybe it's not for me. Yeah. So then I, I had already been kind of playing around with music and I met a guy who's now my good friend and my mentor that was running the program at the time and the rest is history badass awesome so max how do you find yourself on rick's mind in my mind how do you find what what happened what went wrong what went wrong yeah well we worked together back at we'll we'll talk about surplus plenty i'm sure i'm sure yeah yeah Yeah, jumped into this job right off right out of high school literally like graduated high school 
and started working at Campus Recycling and, and surplus. surplus. And Surplus. Yeah. Um, Rick said it already. The easiest, best job I've ever had. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it is about it. The work itself wasn't that great, but the crew was awesome. The people there were good. The lack of supervision was even more awesome. Because <laughs> yeah. the freedom, really. The yeah. freedom. Circle K trip daily, oh, maybe oh, twice yeah. daily Circle K oh, trip. Yeah. We got to kind of run it back for the folks listening. As Max explained, we would drive around box trucks all over campus and either pick up like uh, recycling receptacle bins and put them in these massive Gaylords, which are essentially huge cardboard boxes. We dump paper into them or we would go around if you're working surplus and you would grab massive desks, bookshelves, old computers and take them to a warehouse. And it was two man crews and we just drive around. Do you and get a four-hour shift? Yep, you four-hour shift mm-hmm. in between uh, classes, and college is as much as I hated school. I think it was a great place to kind of you meet people from different majors, and you start bullshitting, and you start scheming, and it's you get the group of people who are not just there on their mom and dad's penny. Yeah. They're there because they're working because they need a job. Oh, That's yeah. the whole point of college. Um, it's, it's supposed to be that, like, it's like the walled garden of the real world where it's supposed right. to be you're supposed to dip your toes into the world as an adult and, like, have a small job, have responsibilities, and live on your own before you go, like, dump yourself in the middle of a city where yeah. you're just completely fucked. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's true. But anyway, I started that job, and, I don't know, six months later, I think Rick, popped in as a as an employee and got put on this shift with him and i think day one rick was asking me about you know am i a virgin i think oh that was, jesus that was day one we didn't even know oh, each other rick. yet it seemed like, like a virgin <laughs> uh, whoops um but anyway so i was like this guy is a little bit weird and somehow he gets me to tell him about all this stuff <laughs> I think I need to hang out and see what's going on with this a little bit longer. And uh, just throughout college, we never really stopped hanging out until, I don't know, we got this podcast going. Well, I started, I think I walked up to you on campus randomly when I stopped working at Surplus. And uh, I was like, I'm starting a podcast. You're like, I'm in. I was like, all right. Same (laughs) thing with you. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I just randomly ran in. It's like, I'm doing a podcast. This is... uh, that's kind of that weird. was like two years yeah, after like I stopped working. At we had another podcast called Inquisitive Minds when we were in school. Uh, that's yeah. not. That's no longer. Didn't really do anything with it. We did. We did. A, we had a few good we episodes. Did what, like, and the old pods. The old podcasts are on ricksmind.com. Yeah. Back so now, just just ricksmind.com. Mm-hmm. You can find them. Um, probably not our best work. This this show will be better, but. We weren't well, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing really at that point. No, I kind no, of did. I didn't. I still don't know. I what knew the fuck enough I'm to doing. be bad at it. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, I'm just the kind of guy who's like Rick, really curious about stuff. If you're willing to get open and honest, I'm willing to be open and honest, and that's kind of the way we vibe. So I was just really down to help out with the podcast and kind of go on this journey and into Rick's mind or oh, yeah. my mind or whoever guests we have on to figure out what's going on. Yeah. And um, kind of has a little bit to do with what <laughs> I studied too. I'd got my digital communications degree, which is AKA podcast, Twitter, <laughs> yeah. Facebook, blah, 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 blah. Social media, social specialist. media. Yeah. 
and um, basically just the study of things and the way you can communicate about them. And I'm just really, really interested in figuring people out and learning more about it. So this is right up the alley. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Something that I kind of want to talk about is, do you guys ever feel like there's just too much information floating out there? Yeah. I did something a little drastic. I uh, I got rid of all all my social media. For, uh, it's a month. I well, I deleted my Facebook. I don't. I don't use that anymore. Yeah. Uh, and then I uninstalled Instagram. I was pretty addicted oh. to the gram for mm. sure. That's sad. I love Instagram. Uh, I do too. But I just. I don't know. It's just a little too much. I, I figured I was like fucking around too much, and I was scroll on it right when right when I woke up in the morning, and just kind of like maybe this isn't uh, maybe this isn't healthy. Maybe I need to kind of take a step back. It's just too much yeah. shit to look at. And yeah. I don't know. I feel like since I've gotten rid of it, I've been more active and more original, if that makes sense. I don't know. Like I'm, mm. I'm definitely more productive. There is a lot to be said about that, the originality portion, because uh, that's a, it's not a psychological thing. It's an evolutionary thing that uh, there was a documentary I saw several years ago, and I, I wish I could remember the name of it because it was really good, yeah. but it was about the phenomena celebrity and how it's not a result of our culture. It's a anthropological thing that it's even primates that are not like human are observed doing that as you're always trying to emulate the person who's like considered the alpha or the most has the most status, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever is prescribed to that, whether it's like some natural thing or it's like money or power or whatever that you're so like subconsciously, you're going your your lizard brain is trying to emulate That's... whoever's the most like the coolest or who whoever you ascribe the most value to. Yeah, you know? I would I definitely agree. Like there's a I... lot of great things that I miss about like I love following Gary V, Gary Banachuk. I I love I love his positivity, his message, his keep hustling attitude being in sales that's always it's a great motivator there's also a lot of hot chicks i miss looking at but that's mm-hmm. probably a bad thing right uh never i just you can't live without the instagram it, thoughts, right? i just i just i don't know though like getting out of that space has been really helpful for me hmm. I, I i don't know like i said I, following your own just kind of marching the beat of your own drum not worrying about anything sure. and I did a similar lose thing. My, I li- lose my phone all the time now. That's the weirdest part. I'm I did a similar my- exercise over November when I was going through some pretty heavy shit and uh, just decided to just, I had to like fix myself. Mm-hmm. And so I just stopped using Facebook and I was at, a, it was a really good point. Cause I was, I really I honestly use Facebook only for promoting my music at this point. Yeah. Um, but I just, I was just like, I was kind of in a place. I just shut it down all of it and I didn't touch it except for met like actually using it as a like a tool for communication like having people message me on messenger and that was all i didn't i didn't scroll i didn't like i didn't do any of that and i never really realized and maybe it's just the community that i'm involved in but how toxic an environment it is especially when you don't necessarily disagree with people on politics but just being involved in that sphere mm. or seeing people who aren't even actually political posting shit about politics yeah just there's no there's no just like oh i don't agree with that but whatever it, it, it there's it, it's so vitriolic and so oh, yeah. just 
toxic that I, I got out of I it and I was just done. Really? I don't feel it. I see people post those political things and I'm just totally apathetic to it. Doesn't doesn't change me at all. Um, but I use Instagram. I mean, I have my own personal Instagram account where I post the hottest pictures of myself and make sure I look really cool and try <laughs> to get course. as many likes as possible. Oh, yeah, yeah, bro. It's all about all those that. likes. But then I also have like a secondary account where I post my artwork, which I don't tell people about um, just because I don't want to be attached to that. Like you said, just like reaching out for recognition and blah, blah, blah. I mostly do it. I mostly post my art there so I can have like a catalog that I can go scroll through. It's like I do a portfolio. Like a portfolio, but it's mostly for myself, to be honest. Um, cause a lot of my art is just like whiteboard drawings mm -hmm. and those wipe away. So I got to take pictures of them and put them somewhere. But the accounts that I follow on that account, you said, you mentioned that like, you don't feel creative or original. Yeah. Exact opposite for me. I go scroll through that feed and just get totally inspired. I believe art is theft. I believe that. Uh, good artists steal nothing oh, yeah. is not no art is like just or one no, what, person's it's, thing it's uh what, what's the phrase it's something like good artists the best artists steal or it's so like yeah there. good artists take inspiration and the best artists steal or something like yeah. that yeah so I, i'll scroll I, through there's this truth to, there's a lot I'll, of truth to that i'll scroll through this feed and see an image that i really like it doesn't even have to be a painting it doesn't have to be a drawing it doesn't have to, it could be a digital photo it could be a sculpture it could be lyrics i don't know and then i'll go wow i think i can emulate that in my own way but oh. you do it like it's like you can do that but you do it better right in your well, mind. Like, oh that's cool you know yeah. i hadn't thought about doing it that way yet so i'm going to try it that way and then i fail but the failure is where you get your own creative uh originalities and that's kind of where how i use instagram and things like that uh well, mostly Instagram. Twitter, I like just to go because I love NBA Twitter. Ooh, uh, NBA Twitter is the only Twitter that's actually good. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, I guess what I'm trying to say is personally in my life, right? Like, I feel like I'm able to just kind of march to the beat of my own drum with more so without social media because mm -hmm. I don't have any inspiration. It's just messed up to it's just left to my own mind right sure. of what i want to do not i'm not focused on what gary v's doing and how i'm just kind of figuring out my own ways which ways work best for me i do feel i do miss getting inspiration from others and kind of feeling like i'm in the loop of what's going on in the world because sure. i feel very very removed from that but I don't think that's a bad thing. No. Because I think I was definitely doing it too much. Sure. That's the one thing. I definitely am going to cut back. I, am I going to get back on the gram? You bet your sweet <laughs> ass I am. It's, it's funny, <laughs> yeah. too, because I hear a lot of people talk about Instagram as in, like, you know, that's not that person's real life. You know, I've why, heard that, too. The people why do always we, say Instagram. filters, blah, blah, blah. Instagram's, like, the most the most toxic of any of them. And I rest. think I to would me, agree. I, see, I think, I think it's the most pure in the sense of like, there's not a lot of bullshit. There's not a lot of I political guess posts. Maybe it's, it's pictures. So right. maybe this is the same thing as like how my Facebook is like, I just, it, it, well, cause I'm in a bunch of music shit like that. And that's just awful. Mm -hmm. But Instagram, I just follow artists, friends, artists, models that I want to work with or photographers that I like take inspiration from. So it's kind of, it's not, wholesome is the wrong word but like very like 
beneficial, I guess. Whereas, like, I guess it depends on who you follow. Like, if you're following, like, all the, like, the influencers. Right. Then, yeah, it's going to be awful. Well, and you think I've about some pretty hardcore people, like fucking David Goggins. And David Goggins, Dan for real. And yeah. people that are fucking running 200-mile ultra marathons. I'm just like, I'm such God. a piece of shit. God yeah. damn it. I'm fucking better right now. That's, that's good. Which I like that. It's yeah. a nice swift kick in the ass. Yeah. Right. I love it. It's but, a really positive, but it's kind of nice to take a break from that. I'm... I feel like I'm. You can't have like you can't be full on all the time. You get. But you think about it like you what you scroll through your Instagram and and you look at like someone posts a picture of the hike that they went on. I mean that's something that Rick you would. I did that yesterday. But that yesterday. (laughs) You think about it, and I'm scrolling through mine, and I go, I want to go on a fucking hike. And then I'm like, well, they're so, why do they think that they're so cool? Because they get to go on hikes all the time. Blah blah blah. And and then you just kind of have to self reflect a little bit. It's like. You know what would fix these emotions I'm having? Go on a hike, dude. Go on a hike. I think the the problem is... Inspired. I I agree, but I think what I feel like is dangerous, and I I did not do this, but I have seen people do this, is they live vicariously through others, Mm. and they don't get out and live their own lives they're always like sure. oh man you went on that hike you went on that you traveled that oh, was so that'd jealousy, be so man. i'm so jealous that was awesome you that that same person could do that exact same thing i think it's a trap i think it's a very dangerous trap people get comfortable uh living vicariously through others well they're, you know, they're nice. like, i can enjoy the world right here from the safety of my own home there's <laughs> I don't... a quandary <laughs> therein lies your quandary should we protect those who are in my opinion, weak-minded that they can, like you said, how do you how do you how do you change the what do they call it FOMO? Right. How do you change the FOMO of hiking? Go get off your ass and go wander go in the woods hike. like that. That go on a hike. Yeah. <laughs> so if I mean if you're so late, you're not lazy, but if you're just so kind of boring like that, I guess like right. do something about it. They yeah. just I mean maybe that's just my mindset, but fuck it, just. You want to go hike? Go hiking. It's yeah. like, I want to be a professional musician. Fuck it. I'm going to be a professional musician. I, I admire that about you because you're chasing that dream. You're, you, you're in that, you're in this weird, it's actually working, but you're in that weird space, right? Of, is this fucking working right now? Should I, should I do this? Is, Here's the thing. Am I going to be a failure? Am I going to succeed? But you, you're like, fuck it. I'm doing what makes like, I feel like when you make it and you will, you might look back on these times, right? You're, you've gone mm-hmm. through struggles, tri- tribulations, but you might look back on these times, like this is the happiest I've ever been. That's because I'm trying to make it. I'm trying yeah. to find success. I'm not. I'm not caught up in the moment of what, like, m- recreating a success. You're just free right so now. So I've known. I've known enough successful people in non-traditional fields, like not really business. You know, I don't know a whole lot of people who have made it in business, but mm-hmm. I know people who have made it in like finance. Yeah, like stockbrokering, day trading. I know and have been around a lot of guys who have played college athletics that have gone on to be successful professional athletes. And I know enough people in music who have become not like, you know, like David Guetta or like bullshit pop stars, but Mm -hmm. like actual working artists who make a living at whatever level doing what I want to do. And what they've told me is it's, it's in it. And I've kind of taken it, adapt it from my dad had this, saying that he always used to tell his athletes was embrace the grind that I think where a lot of people fail in this is that what's the most 
the best parts of any experience. The beginning and ending 5%. Yep. When you're super excited to start, it's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to be a musician. And you're making beats. You're writing music. You're playing your guitar. And then you get into that 90, that other 90% where it's just awful. It's yep. like a roller coaster. You have really good shows. Like I played the fucking Whiskey A Go-Go last year. That was awesome. And then I couldn't write shit from May to almost November. You know, mm. you go through those traws and then you get, you know, eventually you get to that ending 5% where you've met your goal, you're living your life, you're doing what you want to do. The 90% is where people, the middle 90% is where people fail because they don't have the excitement to keep pushing them or the new experiences to keep consistently pushing them forward. So that's when, that's when I've taken that embrace the grind where it's like my favorite part of it is that middle 90% where, you know, it, it's really, it's really shitty when you get blocked and you can't write because mm. you just start, at least in my case, I question everything I'm doing. Like you were saying, am I meant to do this? I'm an imposter. I can't fucking write a goddamn eight bar loop mm -hmm. to save my life. But then one day I'll sit down and I'll just start writing and something will click and then something else will click and then something else will click. And then suddenly two hours later, I have a song, you yeah. know, and then, you know, I might get in that same slog and then five months later, look at my projects and be like, oh, shit, I have an album here, you know, and it's all cohesive. Entirely by accident, just because it's a reflection of the mind space that I was in at the time, you know? Yeah. So if you can, and it, and it doesn't matter if it's artistic, it's business, it's life, relationships, anything. Fuck the beginning 5%, fuck the ending 5%. Live for that 90% in the middle where you can, that's where your successes and your failures come from and where the, all the learning experiences come from. You have, to, you have to fall in love with the fucking process. Exactly, dude. and that's what the Embrace things. the Grind yeah. is. It's yep. just like, fall learn how to process. love the mundane yeah. Which, and everything else will be better. It's very hard to do with podcast. I, yeah. I, I will say, I'm real zen. I, I, it's hard to do in anything. Real life, my professional job, I'm responsible for hundreds of thousands of dollars of shipments, and I move them every day, and things go bad, and I'm, I'm, things go really bad, real fucking bad. Claims, it doesn't matter. I deal with it. I'm fine. But when things don't go right on this this podcast, this show, like last the when we originally started <laughs> the doing disaster this, of a last the episode, fucking <laughs> losing files and losing hours of just flowing conversations and yep. uh i get so angry so way more and it because this means this is my heart this is my soul this is what i want to do this is my dream right and i when you when we got in that flow state Lost a lot of good shit that mm. no one will ever we hear. Lost like and a I half get hour of so angry, we? but I'm more angry than anything else in my <laughs> life. I just want to kill someone. It's ridiculous. Yeah. The same uh, thing has happened to me with music. I'll oh get God. an hour into writing a song, and then and then something will freeze. My computer will crash, and I'll just be like, "Fuck, I didn't save." So, mm. But then it it's almost sometimes it's okay because I'll have well, the ideas in my head already and I know exactly what I, I did. Can I ask you a question? Though? Have, you ever, have you ever had a beat? This is how I feel like with a good conversation mm -hmm. and there's just no way you're gonna re recreate it. And it was just, mm -hmm. it was, it was, it was, it was flying. It was like yeah. you tapped in the white to the whale. divine, yeah, the, yeah, white the great whale. white <laughs> buffalo, whatever. Yeah, you tapped into the vine, you, the, the divine. You know, like we're yeah. Jimi Hendrix and Machine Gun. Like I think. Five minutes in or something, I don't know the exact. He fucking he hits a note on his guitar and he just taps into 
the divine. I don't know. I can't explain the last, it. The last he, time that happened, that happened to, to you? Yeah, the last time me. that last time that happened to me, I was just like, okay, that's not happening again. So I learned how to reflexively, <laughs> literally every five clicks, I'm hitting Control S just <laughs> incessantly, and I that's save so all funny. of my files directly to Dropbox. So as soon as I oh, save it, it's brilliant. uploaded to the cloud. Oh, so I have like ten thousand versions of the same thing I'm working on, so I can go mm -hmm. back to a timestamp hey, if I want. Here's the other question. Because you got real nerdy there, and I, you kind of lost me. <sighs> Did you want to throw your computer? No. <sighs> Such no. a nerd. Such a nerd. Straight up. I mean, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. No, there have been times where I have wanted to like drop kick my computer oh, out the yeah. window, but right. that was not one of them. All right. Mm. That's good. All right. That's good. That's so funny. I find I'll have situations like that where it's maybe not as much effort that I put into it as like a full song or half hour of a podcast, but. I love Snapchat as an art medium. I don't oh, think I enough. Love Snapchat, I don't think enough dude. people think of Snapchat as like an artistic outlet. There's all the filters you can do. Have you ever thought of doing that as a performance and... art? I have made Snapchat movies. Oh yeah. Well, oh. that's the thing. Like, like, but actually having like a timed thing where you do some, you you develop an idea and workshop it, and then approach like a gallery or something, mm. and people come to the gallery, and when they get there, they get your Snapchat account that you're using. And then the your performances over Snapchat Dude, with I, all of them in the gallery. That's a great idea. But what I've done in the take past, the, take is, that because I hate Snapchat. Deal. Like, do it. How dare you? <laughs> what I've done in the past is just you know use you only get ten seconds at a time, and um, or at least you used to, um, just made it straight up just a short film on Snapchat using the filters and the voiceovers and the whatever I have. But I've I've gotten. Like at least twenty minutes into working on a Snapchat where it crashed, it's not a very good app. Yeah, and so it's that's just brutal. like well, that's one of those moments where it's like I, whoop, there was one of those moments. It happened twenty five minutes ago. That's never going to be recreated because it's an ephemeral type of thing. It comes mm -hmm. and it goes. Well, it's like, do you know who Andy Goldsworthy is? No, he you sh you would like him. Uh, he does. I don't know what he, he's a sculptor technically, mm. but his medium is nature. So he does like, uh, he'll do like, uh, he'll balance rocks into mm. sculptures that will then get destroyed by the wind. Sure. He'll draw really beautiful, intricate, huge pieces of art in sand that will then five hours later be washed away with the tide. Yeah. Or there's, there's one, uh, he did a documentary or was in a documentary where he did this one where he went through the forest and picked a ton of, like in fall, picked a ton of leaves and made these gorgeous like designs with the leaves using the leaves colors as like a gradient. Yeah. But he did it in a little tide pool on a river and then shoved it off to the river and it went just down the river and that was his art. Dope. Like, Who so it's, it's about Andy Goldsworthy. I'm writing it down. Write it down. He's right? just, is it, he on, uh, what's he on? Is he on the gram? Can I find him on the gram? Uh, he's on, he's in Scotland. I know that. I don't know. That's he's, kind of, he's a pretty big, pretty big really artist. Appreciate you should Google that, that. Because, you know, like I've already said, my, one of my favorite mediums is the whiteboard. Yeah. And, Same kind of concept. And <clears throat> just being okay with putting like two or three hours into a drawing and then wiping it away the next day. It's like, yep, I it's gone. I, I, here's the thing, listeners. Guys, you got to hang out with different people. I I feel so recharged right now because I just hang out with business pe people. Oh, oh God. man, so, so how much fucking money can we make? Blah, blah, blah. Like, that's my that life. That would be exhausting. Monday through, 
I like it. I'm kind of a douche. Yeah, but all the time. No, hey, I love making money too, but that would be exhausting. So that's I'm sales hustle hustle hustle. But it's nice to. It's really just really refreshing to hang out with artists. Mm. You guys are both artists. You're both real weird. I did too. You know? Yeah, I would say I am an artist. Uh, My art is different though. That's something I've learned. Everyone's Uh, an artist. Yeah. Well, and two, if you art is what the act of creation. Yeah. What are you creating? You're creating conversation. You're creating content for people to be entertained. Yeah. Like I consider my dad's a strength coach. He's an artist. His medium is a human body. He Uh, teaches people how to martial arts. That's fucking their body. You know, uh, there's a great fight tonight. I can't wait to watch uh, Francis Ngannou, Kane, Kane Velasquez. Oh, is that the one on ESPN? It's going out. It's going down tonight. Oh, shit, I'm gonna watch that. Dude. Six yeah, p.m. That's gonna yeah. be a good fight. Six. But yeah, I mean, every it, it, that's something that I don't know what the state of it is, but we, uh, my uh, <clears throat> ex-wife and my ex-brother-in-law, who is actually now just my actual brother because he's the best thing that came out of that relationship. <laughs> uh, shit. We, for a time, were doing an art collective mm. that the concept was along the same lines as that, fuck the gallery system, the classical art world, mm. everything can be art and to give people a medium and as a way to express themselves in whatever, Do whatever you, way. Have you ever seen Exit Through the Gift Shop? Yes. I, I think that might. Oh, Max. I'm not no spoilers in, on my show. I never mm-hmm. liked Banksy uh, until I saw that. Watch, like I get it. Now. Exit really? through yeah. the gift shop. I think to I. I mean, I watch it. Barbecued, just absolutely. It's so good. Allegedly, it is allegedly. stoned. It's Oregon. I was stoned. It's fine. Fuck. It's Oregon. We can. Still I was wait here. just absolutely barbecued. And I want. I was in tears. I was laughing so hard at the end of this film. Yeah. laughing it's crazy folks watch it maybe you'll get it maybe you maybe well maybe i'm crazy but i i enjoy the shit out of that film <clears throat> exit through the gift shop exit through the gift shop mental note mental note write it down bro you're gonna forget about it that's true so yeah um you said what were you saying you said something what's up Oh, just being paranoid. Paranoid. Oh, yeah. we thought we were having some. Ain't no technical difficulties going to happen on this show, bro. I'm just making sure. I'm trying That's to do a good, good job. You know, we did. We had such a struggle last time that this pro- is. I'm paranoid. We don't like, want to miss out. We don't want y'all to miss out on this awesomeness that we're speaking. Yeah, so for those we, of for those of you who might actually understand, uh, Rick's computer doesn't have a lot of RAM in it, and we were using his computer to record, and the RAM got full, and the whole system crashed, and yeah. lost all of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm recording directly to a hard drive this time. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, I yeah, I mean, I don't know what RAM is, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have enough of it. God damn it. You mm. can never that is something I've learned as a computer person, you can never have enough RAM. Really. But mm. when I buy the next, when I buy another laptop, you will be coming with me. I ideally my computer right now only has 16 gigs in it and I really badly want to put like 64 gigs of RAM just, in it, just, but it would cost me like $400. Easy. Shit, man, that's I like could, a... I could edit like full-length feature films in one session with that kind of thing. There you like go. that would be lovely. Desktop would be the way to go. Mhm. Ideally if just, we're, and then just mainline fucking internet. I told you if we're doing internet. this, we would have a real studio with foam and things. Yeah, that's uh, eventually. Eventually, we're gonna yeah. need to. We'll get some sponsors. I guess we should probably. We can get, get listeners some first. We get. We'll get listeners. I'm not concerned about that. <laughs> I'm gonna rent a billboard and. There you go. Just put my face up on it, smiling. It's a good my face. Pearly white. Good oh, thanks, man. <laughs> it's oh. a good face. It's <laughs> <laughs> all I got, dude. Mama Brooks did well. Mama Brooks did well. She did. Um, she's crazy. She she. Uh, I was actually talking to her today. And uh, 
She's like, hey, um, you're doing your pot. Where can I listen to that? I want to listen to that. You know, I want to go on there. I was like, no, nah, that ain't happening. No, dude, we <laughs> no. have to bring your mother on. Yeah, you got to have no, your mom on here. It's not. Come it would on. be super weird. It'd be hilarious. But Why no. would it be weird? Because she tell horribly so, embarrassing stories so, about you? Did she just get all crazy and psycho? And Wouldn't, wouldn't you think that would be some great evidence for your mind? Uh, yeah, she yeah, what, she shaped formed mind? it. She definitely mm. shaped my mind. It's not happening, people. No way. <laughs> we'll work <Yeah>. on it. <laughs> we'll make it happen. <laughs> I want to get a historian. That would be cool. I think it'd be cool to get a historian. It would be kind of maybe dope to talk to like a, a World War II veteran or something. Well, maybe. I mean, that would be cool, but they're they're in their 80s or 90s, so I don't know. Yeah, you're going to have a hard time Coherent finding a lot of... and, Yeah. You could have Alzheimer's or dementia. Yeah. Not necessarily, but it just, just be some music. They're getting, you know. But you know what is inspiring bad. though? STDs run rampant through old folks' homes, which mm. I mean, that's gross to think about. But uh, what else are you supposed as, to do like, when you're dude, retired? I know it's exciting because you're like, retired well, and like you don't have a spouse. Like, what are you doing? Your wife dies or whatever. And you're just gonna run around. So just my getting old my, tale, my grandma used to live. She just moved to uh, live closer to my aunt. Near Washington D.C., yeah. she used to live in Florida in like your classic like Florida retirement park. Mm -hmm. Oh hell yeah! And she like so my grandfather died nearly 15 years ago, and she's never she's not gonna remarry or be with anybody else. She doesn't want to. Um, but she like her friends who are who have lost their spouses. Like she was saying, like it's insane how you know their spouse will die and three months later someone's moving in with them and oh no way it's just like it's like literally they're they're all just like you know what we got like 10 good years let's fucking do this oh <laughs> yeah oh dude, I, I mean shit when i'm i don't even know what the cut probably 70 72 i'd be probably doing ecstasy taking <laughs> mushrooms <laughs> If I, if I make it to my 80s, a mainline in H, dude, hair wrong, oh you know? Yeah, so why a... not? I'm going to die. Like, I might <laughs> as well how, just let That's loose. actually how I want to die eventually is. Uh... On heroin? Yeah. That sounds awful. Oh, it's got to be good. If, you you, got... if people fucking Hear lose their soul to it, it's got to be Hear great. I would not do it now, but no. when I'm like 80s. No, thank so you. maybe like in the far future, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be like two, 300 years old by then because uh -huh. yeah, of, of uh, technology. I like your rear heads at um, biohacking and whatnot. And we'll be able to just choose when we die, basically. It's like we, there's there aren't going to be any anything be like, that's going to hold us back. Centennial man? Yeah. yeah. So like when it comes time for me to be like, okay, I'm done. Um, that is a great movie, by the way. I'm gonna lo I'm gonna load myself up into a spacesuit. Who I love. Where's the spacesuits come coming from? Where does yeah. it come from? Yeah, just like are, are you are God, we you well first are we colonized Mars yet? Are we are we yeah, an interplanetary is species this at this time? Before we out that Elon Musk is a snake oil salesman, definitely after? before. Okay. Um. Anyway, so this might be a company that I start and be really rich off of it eventually. Okay. Right, but um, be it'll good. be a service where you can you buy your death suit it'd be like your coffin your death suit Ooh, okay um and it's got all these medical devices in there that are ready to administer your drug of choice oh i like this here you get loaded into a shuttle taken up to space and just slingshotted just to the as far out as you can go are you flying as i mean i would assume that the coordinates would be like for a star just so you just do you just get cremated right the ship the shuttle and all oh, that could be an option final you voyage would you just call it final final voyage but you have you know you maybe have like some Ink. dolby 
uh, sound system going in there. <laughs> you and, got your Dolby Atmos. And you got, yeah, version you got 10, your, the drugs that you're ready to go out to. Okay. And you just are floating through space overdosing in time. on maybe heroin, maybe whatever. Now, what if you change your mind? What if you like find Jesus or something on this journey to the star? The death, I mean, literally a death star. The death what, star. What, what happens? Well, he, he, he take, there's no he going back. Home. He'd take you home. <laughs> okay, there's this. So it's final voyages, no refunds, no no returns. No returns. You're I out like there. It. And just, you just, if you don't get, choose the option to get sent into the star, they'll just be. Are you, body. are we putting criminals on these? No. No. Okay. How no, much money? For it. How much money would said voyage cost? It'd probably be pretty expensive. If you ask me, I don't know. I mean, yeah, definitely. Because um, yeah, are you are now are you are we launching like a couple trillion probably? Yeah. I mean, to USD maybe, maybe to get it started. I would. I would. I a bill. I don't think a trillion. Maybe a bill five. A bill five. <laughs> bill per, point five. Per bill person, one. I don't know. <laughs> You know, because it's going to take, like, I don't know, a million bucks to buy a loaf of bread by then. Maybe. With inf- inflation. Too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. that. I hope not. <laughs> I don't even think the we'll same, be using US Steel. Probably on, like, some cryptocurrency by yeah, that. Oh, by God. the way, I want to get someone on here. Who understands know, the blockchain. Yeah, I don't understand. Well, blockchain, that's... It's a fiat. That's, well, wait, no. You're talking about... Uh, Crypto blockchain is kind of different. Blockchains well, were... cryptocurrency is built on blockchain. Okay, yeah. But yeah, blockchain in the business okay, sense, I'm I'm assuming I could be full of shit here. Is where you I mean you don't can even, do... you have a concept, you solve, I'm, you go I'm... into a company and solve problems. But I'm pretty sure blockchain it always breaks down to currency because that's the, or that's the whole point, at least no. as I understand it. We might not. I don't understand. I don't understand next, it at all. You'll be googling next. Here's what here's I don't get. What why I people... know about cryptocurrency slash blockchain is blockchain is the ledger. It keeps track of, basically, you verify the existence of the cryptocurrency through this blockchain. Okay. And you use the entire network in order to verify one Bitcoin, essentially. And so every the key has to fit everything, and that's what blockchain is, and that's why it's so secure, is you have to have a key that fits you know, every single bit of data. Boom. Figure that out. Okay, that's a verified Bitcoin, mm-hmm. and they use blockchain to do that. So it's like they're kind of hand in hand. Okay. Um, I played around with Bitcoin for a while. Really? Did some day trading. I, it was like, it was so ecstatic. It was crazy. I bought it. I bought in just like, I think I spent like a hundred bucks on on Bitcoin and bought in when it was like $5,000. Yeah. And then it went on this like meteoric rise up to 20 grand. Yeah. Which had, had I just sat on it. on it you would have tripled your money i would have yeah tripled my money but i was dumbass and you know it's like okay i'm gonna buy i'm gonna sell it this high and then buy it this low and then sell that's, it this high so and... that's what i don't understand about it's like how people always say the economy is the stock market it, it's not like uh-uh. it's just it's a it's gambling for yep, totally like smart people basically like i i don't i into i i <laughs> having worked it long enough data is not safe no. You're one hard drive failure, one chip failure, one power supply failure away from losing literally everything you've ever seen before. Like it's a, it's to use a, a an economics term, it's a fiat currency. There's literally nothing physical backing it up. That's what that's what keeps me from really being 
invested in it or trying to like believe in it to want it to happen. Because let's say hypothetically, I have X amount of whatever Dogecoin, Bitcoin, mm. Coyote coin, Rick coin, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Rick coins are the best. What what what's gonna what what am I backing it up? Are there like five Rick book Brooks behind me? Well, did you to, hear about you know, that? Dude? There's only one, bro. He yeah. had <laughs> he had a Bitcoin purse that had you know millions. And of he dollars. was the only yeah he was the only one with the password. Only one with the password. He died. All gone. So secure, no one knows how. That's to get what to I it. don't it under. Is, out of the um system the, the security the security is one thing but it's like okay um if i have i mean okay so i'm big into austrian economics and i'm big into the whole gold standard thing mm -hmm. what's my one bullshit paper dollar worth it's worth what the government says it's worth right yeah i would rather have i could trade back by gold. five bitcoin for an equivalent currency that i could then get in something actually tangible whether it's land or property or gold or something act that has something that has intrinsic value that's actual physical because as much as we want to talk about digital world we're still physical beings and will be right. for quite a while unless this is all a simulation and then i'm just talking out of my ass mm. i love the we won't go there today <laughs> that's a, that's like someday, 10 podcasts yeah, so, yeah, dude, someday yeah. we'll have to go there and uh is this i don't know I, that's a that's a great. Topic. It's a good question. <laughs> it is a good question. Uh, well, you know who we need to get. We, we probably need to get somebody who's. We that's, we need to get somebody who's into M theory and really advanced string theory, string theory yeah. and quantum and physics. Just ask some crazy questions. Yeah. and it wouldn't be too hard to find. We could probably go to oh. Portland State. Oh man, yes. Is there astrophysics at Portland State? Uh, there are. Yes, I I don't know. Why not? We'll find out. I would assume. Yeah. If not, there there are at Oregon State. There's nuclear physics. I think astrophysics. There is nuclear yeah. physics. I th there is. Um, it might actually be cosmology, like an actual cosmology program. That'd be cool. That would be perfect. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I, we're going to talk to a whole bunch of. That's. I honestly. That's why I'm so excited to be doing this again. Is just talking to people that are way smarter than we are, and just we're going to grow and learn so much from what they have to say yeah. and maybe we'll probably hopefully talk to a few people that are a little crazy as well that would be cool we'll, uh you know we're not gonna be it's we'll not call gonna up be dancing mike and get him on the show yeah, right <laughs> oh, fucking dancing mike dude uh for those who don't that know there was a guy show. at oregon state who he's just a whole dancing. city of he had, a, he, had a, he had a long still has gray it. hair wrong gray curl. i want everyone close your eyes imagine a white dude caucasian male right about five ten 165 wiry uh long gray curly hair and a gray beard like goatee that turned into a beard that was braided yeah and uh kind of looked homeless maybe maybe not old kind of good he lived a life he lived a life <laughs> yeah yeah That's uh funny. but the dude was always dancing Everywhere. So much so that like, like everyone well, around the, the, he is the local celebrity. Yeah, the local so everyone would call him Dancing Mike, and he would just every time you see him, the, he's every just, time he was he's at the street the corner waiting for waiting for the light to change, and he's just raving. Yeah. Rainy day pulls out the worm. That's the type of Dancing Mike. This oh guy yeah, is. it'll be puddles on the ground, and he doesn't care. He's doing cartwheels and the worm. Just, he's a legend. I oh, mean, we're talking awesome. about him today, and if by chance you've. Went to Oregon State and you're listening to the show, you 
probably know who I'm talking about. You've seen Every, him. I've talked everyone to him. knows him. I've talked to him. I feel like everybody Have who's gone to, to Oregon he has State. A, he has a fucking house. Yeah, I've never talked to him in like in depth, but I have like well, had short conversations with him in passing. I think every year the barometer does this, like a like a feature on the newspaper, the school newspaper at Oregon State yeah. will do a feature on Dancing Mike, which is I haven't thought about him in years. Dude. That's weird. He's fun. He's living his best life. You, you know, you can't fault him for that. I like that saying. I know it's super uh, douchey, but living your best life. I, it's I, not I, douchey I, if it's I, true. I, I, tend to, I, I enjoy that one. <laughs> I really do. Uh, it's a good one. Shit. Just living my best life, dog. I'm just here living my best life. Is that, is that a song? It's got to. I'm living every, my best life. Everything yeah, there's has come it. from a song. That's like, true. What YOLO is a Drake lyric. <clears throat> Ugh. Well, when You're Drake, not Drake was good, fan. I hate Drake. Wait, really? wait, 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 wait. Why? What? What Drake though? What Drake? What Drake? The Drake that sits on the sidelines of the Toronto Raptors games. Well, that's, that's okay. the Drake. That's I hate. real life. Oh, the Drake I'm, I'm that wears musical the... life. Oh, I don't. Well, I just don't like him because of all that. And also the Drake that hangs out with like teenagers, teenager girls. That's, Yo, that yeah, that's, that's weird. Really super off-putting to me. Um. Anyway, I'm also he's like got a type, extremely you know? jealous. <laughs> Rihanna, Rihanna, or preteens. Uh, oh jeez, that's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm also just very jealous that he's, he's casting. What does my friend say? He's casting a wide net. He's casting a wide net. Dog. <laughs> he's the he's the Toronto Raptors uh, super fan. Super fan. He's like an official member of the team, and I would love to be that person for the Trailblazers. So, who do the Trailblazers have? They have like Kerry um, Brownstein. Like, no, like... Uh, Portugal the Man. That band. Uh, they're pretty big. Uh, but that's floater. That's about know. it. Like, oh. uh, guys, I don't know who Portugal the Man is. I, I know, know I, I would I know. I just wanna sleep forever since forever. No, it you don't know. No, like I'm sure band. I would know it. Uh, but they're pretty big. I know I've heard. The, I've know. I know. I know. I've heard their pretty music. big in real life or pretty no, big no, in Oregon. I, I think they're. I've, 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 I've heard of them. I just don't. I'm not familiar with them. There's so much shit out there, man. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what kind of what genre would you say they are? Indie rock. Mm, that's yeah, why I've been listening to a lot of which like, is a very wide ranging yeah, genre. Hip hop, yeah, R and B, death metal. Mm podcasts i've been really into rap recently oh yeah man. oh yeah that's like, the shit i've been really into podcast like the no sleep podcast has really t- consumed a lot of my time and then revolutions pot but that's a historical book mm. just been fucking sucking the time away from music do you find that you go in cycles of yep. what you listen 100%, 100%, to 100 percent. because i, I do that like when i'm really writing and feeling really creative i pretty much only listen to music and then when i'm at my like bottom and i just can't do shit i will only listen to podcasts i wish i could balance that a little bit more because yeah. i go from i'll listen to historical po- like revolution i'll just binge it mm-hmm. for break it's because you have, you have the condition that i have that yeah. is called uh adhd yep i'll just i'll go i'll i'm i've, I've learned about the entire chilean history with simone boulevard you've done the have you done the, the have you, you know, done I, the wikipedia where you like you have to click the first link for everything Oh, that's a game. Is it? You're trying to get to Jesus or Hitler, right? It, What's yeah. the name of that? Yeah. Oh, Are you've you never played this, about? bro. Yeah, never even heard oh. of it. Well, there's different. I think you can pick whatever subject you want, but the the game is that you pick uh, like it's kind of like the internet version of uh, what's that? Seven Degrees of Kevin Bacon, uh-huh. where it's like pick a pick a topic like um, bears. 
Bears. Go to the Google Bears. Go to the Wikipedia page for just the entry for the entire range of bears. <laughs> Click the first link. You will. It's like you always get back to to. It's like religion or politics or something. Yeah, like, so or like Jesus or Jesus Hitler. or Hitler. That's yeah. where you're trying to get to. Like, you right? can get it's there. Super easy. Yeah. You get well for, for the way I've always played. How many it is clicks you have does to, it take? Yeah, that's, that's, that's the goal. Exactly like, you can yeah. get there faster. I've all, I always play it. Not the first link. It's like you get to choose the link. Like how how am I yeah. gonna quickly get to Jesus or Hitler. Mm-hmm. It's, either, it's either every seventh link or every sixth. There you go. Got there in two <laughs> clicks before, bro. Two? Two? I don't remember what it was. Wow. Lord, what were you doing? Like I have no idea. Germany and then Goering. I think it was like, Jenna, <laughs> I think it was Jenna Jameson that we were searching. No, I'm just <laughs> it's a porn star. I want to know what the two know. degrees from Jenna Jameson to Hitler is. That's a I don't know. Is she like secretly Ava Brahms like long lost granddaughter? I think she was a descendant. Oh, okay. I don't we shouldn't say that. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Fake news. You're wrong. You're wrong. Oh, <laughs> uh, the memes are too good right now. I, I haven't, it. you know, I haven't uh between that and then 21 Savage turning out not to be British, like that shit was there. The best one, though, hands down, was uh, someone put on there. It's like when 21 Savage was saying, I got all I got shooters all dressed in red coming from you or something like that. He was like he was talking about this and it was like a painting of like the the war against the boars with the English all in red. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I love this era, though, just and. You guys can hate me for it. Not you guys, but whoever's out there. It's, I love Donald Trump as our president. He's just the most entertaining person I've ever followed on Twitter. He's my favorite Twitter follow, I think. It is so... You're not wrong. You're, you're not wrong. Huge. Bigly. I... Um, I'm sure he's screwing some stuff up, but... Well, he's a politician, of course. I, uh, I just think he's so savage. He'll destroy people, and I'm like... Damn. Just without prejudice. That is respect. The, the thing that I've kind of, I don't, I haven't watched the news in like five to six years. I don't. Same. I just good choice. I get to, it just brings me down and they don't really report on anything that's positive. And I just, if I start watching news, I'll just, I'll think the world is completely fucked and that we're, we're just killing ourselves as a species and we're polluting our oceans. And it's just a bad, bad road to go down. And I just said, yeah. fuck it. But I will say this. I think it's interesting that we live in the times we do with Trump being our president. I think we live in the best times ever. Uh, not saying he's a great president. I just think that we have access to the internet. Um, just in human history. It, like It's it was safer than it's ever been. There, all time, yeah. Like and actual recorded, legitimate poverty is at an all-time yeah, low. It's a fantastic time to be alive, and I'm grateful that I am alive. But I will say this: as far as politics There's go, there's a Drake I think reference that, there. What I th- a time to be alive. I, I, think, I think that... I don't think it's I don't think that anyone in power is doing it for the good of the people. I think that they're purely doing it for power. Well, there's a dis I mean, there's always been the disconnect, but I feel like now that disconnect between the power class, like I hate fucking class bullshit. I don't mm. do that, but to use the term, the power class and the normal class. Yeah. That the gulp between massive, or the gulf massive, between us gap, is yeah. so big. Oh yeah. I don't even... think that people even really understand uh I think people actually think that the president or he was a giant figurehead or puppet. I think that they think these people have their interests in mind. Whereas if you really take a step back and kind of look at history, 
people in a position of power actually having your best interests in mind are very few and far between. They don't exist. Most of them, right. generally, most of them will appeal to your goods as a means to their own ends and their own ambitions. If, own ambitions. if you look at the Roman Republic, whom, if you look at the comparisons between the United States and the, and the Roman Republic, it's kind of fucking scary. I think it's that, per, I don't no, think that we're necessarily in a decline. No, we are. Uh, we're, post Romans. we're post Rubicon right now. I think like that, many years post I think Rubicon. that our Republic potentially could be dead. Oh yeah, I think our Ruba, our Rubicon moment was the Vietnam War. Yeah, I mean, because at that point actually, that was. I gotta stop you. I'm not entirely sure what you mean by a Rubicon moment. Well, okay, so you know that you know the term crossing the Rubicon, right? Oh yeah, so, Caesar, uh, Caesar. Yeah, so so that was what, that was the Roman the Roman Republic was yeah. the the peninsula of Italy yeah. and the the from the, the ruler the Mac- Caesar crossed the Rubicon yeah the maxim and- of the Roman Republic was that the Republic shall not grow past the Rubicon and it was at the time I think it still is it's a big river and there was no real way to cross it and Caesar said fuck it I'm conquering the world took the army across the Rubicon and well that's he, when they well, went he to took war his, he took his army back from Germany, the, yeah. the warring with the Germanic tribe. Well, no he's army the one who got himself involved. Rome. Exactly. Yeah. He's the one who got involved in that. So you could make an argument that the Korean War was the Rubicon, but I would just argue the Korean War was just an extension of World War II a bit. Communism. Yeah. yeah. You know, Churchill, yeah. well, we're getting way. Well, yeah. We go but down anyway, that road. Anyway, anyway. Yeah. We're the gonna, Vietnam War. We need a historian. I'm going right. to start talking about that. the argument with the computer to Google some of yeah, this stuff. Yeah. The people make the argument for Viet- the Vietnam War being justified, and maybe it was, but. It that was the first real like proxy war that we were involved in, a real proxy war. And yeah, that to me, that's the moment where it's just like, okay, it's dead. And we're just that's the decline moment. Like Rome was not really declining in the sense of wealth and power, yeah, but, but in the, the sense of the republic was dead at that addicted, point. Yeah. Well, it died a little bit before that, uh, with that, Sola. That was the final nail in the yeah, coffin, so much. to speak. We need Listen to the history of Rome Such if you want to know. Yeah, it's fucking great. Uh, if you want to know what we're Shouts talking out about, to Cincinnatus. Dude, you, do you listen to that? Podcast? I have. Yeah, yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. I like you more now. Yeah. That's like a hundred, two hundred episodes. When I worked from the beginning towns. with Romulus, the founder of Rome, and Remus, all don't the Remus. and Remus, yeah, all the way to the the bitter end and the the, the creation of the Byzantine Empire. Mm-hmm. If you're a historical nerd, listen to it. You will. That's what I. Uh, one of my jobs was working at a uh, a cidery and driving a truck. A lot of times, like. 45 minutes to an hour away to go grab product or ingredients or whatever. And that I would listen to that podcast when I drive. Mm. Yeah, guys, we have, uh, I mean, again, that just, that just proves my point. We live in the best times ever. I could listen to someone could read to me an entire civilization's history. I have in uh, my pocket just... a device yeah. that oh, can, yeah. Yeah. Con- can tell yeah. me whatever I want. I can make it an entertainment device. Mm-hmm. I can have it be a communication device. I can have it be, a weapon if I wanted to hit somebody with it. Like it's like you, this is the best time in human history I could, to be alive. I could communicate mm. with you. Uh, basically I could call my friend who lives in Yorkshire man, right now. Tele- I don't know. Telepathically communicate with you yeah. via text message. I could call it's my friend dope. who's in Yorkshire right now and it wouldn't be that big a deal. No, not at all. Yeah, well, I might, he might FaceTime be, he's probably asleep right now. But, you know. It's crazy. It's crazy. We wiped out polio. It's kind of coming back now. <clears throat> God. Measles was gone. 
Again, but we have the yeah. choice to bring it back. Why though? And that is cool. Uh, that's a whole show. And to that go is into cool. That. <laughs> Not really a big fan of the anti-vaxxer movement. Yeah, I don't understand. Um, I could be wrong. I I, I can understand I their argument, like why they do it, but like it doesn't make any sense why you would actually do it. Like mm. the whole like make your kids sick, it'll make them stronger. I'm like, yeah, but you could also just like eat kale and that'll make you stronger too. So. Mm. Yeah, you why would you, you get could, measles and almost could, die uh, on purpose? I just have could... mental willpower and not get sick. That's yeah, what, that's what yeah. I do. I also have been vaccinated. That helps. Oh, yeah, that that too. Uh, yeah. too. My well, parents we... aren't idiots. So. <laughs> I'll be the one to say very that's fine. Strong, Zing. Very hot strong, take. Very not really a hot opinions. take, but a hot I could, take. We could be wrong. Uh, in all fairness, I'm open to the idea of me being wrong. I don't really think I am. Science has got my back. Do you uh, hear the? Like, they the don't act... have my back with Bigfoot guys. So there you go. I got your back on that one. Thanks, bro. Max? Shouts out to Bates. Wait, actually, real quick, uh, because I think it's, we've been, we're getting pretty close to wrapping this up. 56 minutes. Yeah. Max. Sir. Do you believe in Bigfoot? Um, yeah. I believe in Bigfoot, definitely. And I don't think he's necessarily, uh, stuck here in the Pacific Northwest. I think there could be Bigfoot in, like, Asia Russia, all these places have those are, those are called Yetis, my friend. Yeah, but they're all the I mean, same. It makes sense. Like a camel and a llama are like one tick removed from each other. They came across like. the Bering Strait just like the Native Americans did. Uh, uh, Giganthropithecus. That, that's a real thing. That is Gigantic a real thing. Is, is no, a Giganthropithecus. It was a, a species of uh, uh, primate. primate. Yeah. The same. It's like. Uh, was like a cousin to Homo sapien, mm. and it's totally plausible but that that's I, what it is. I know of. Uh, I don't. I don't. There's some. I just love the fact that people go crazy over Bigfoot, like you yeah. said. Um, I know someone who um, who actually went out like a long time ago, '70s era, and made up some Bigfoot footprints. Oh yeah, and wore weighted vests. And, and went and tracked them. Trog, just <coughs> trogged through the the southern Oregon forest, and they were discovered um, by these crazy people. And all of a sudden, there are hundreds and thousands of people in that forest. Do you know what we call those people nowadays? Trolls. Trolls. <laughs> that was that was that what was people a, did to troll people I before we had the internet. How it exists out there. At least the idea is strong enough in some people's head that they will go spend their life savings. Looking for this this mythical creature, well, That's... maybe not mythical, but I just love how there's also trolls out there who can do believable stuff, and uh, and make those guys <laughs> freak out about it. Apparently, Tom DeLonge is a crazy, uh, uh, really Bigfoot like, guy, Bigfoot alien type of person. I did not. Is this the Tom DeLonge from uh, Blink One Eighty Two? Yes. Okay. That's formerly. Is that what all the small things is about? It's <laughs> probably about, like not like or what's the what's the Bigfoot from Indonesia uh, from uh, Indonesia? That's the the Hobbit. <laughs> I don't know. That was uh, that's another species of primate that they found. I can't. Uh, Homo afarensis, I think. You spent way more time into. This I was an than anthropology major at one point, um, guys. I, I real quick, I want to bring this up, um, and you're welcome, listeners. Please Google the Sasquatch militia. Oh my God! You know about this website? I think There'll I've be some squatch it. in these woods. No, no, it's it's <laughs> a uh, basically. Are you? This is. I mean, this is uh, an advertisement, kind of. It's like, are you an able-bodied Sasquatch? 
age 10 to 150 who loves his or her country? If so, the Republic of Cascadia needs you to enlist in the Sasquatch militia and defend our homeland against our many enemies, including such nefarious evildoers as Canadians, Southern California, <laughs> <laughs> poachers, paraterrestrials, Americans, international organized crime syndicates, no, nosy cryptozoologists. It's an entire website <laughs> dedicated to... Uh, be joining the Sasquatch militia, uh, you know, what you will, you, you'll get extensive combat training will include stomping, boulder throwing, logs swinging, uh, salmon wielding. I don't even salmon know what that is. Are yeah. we fighting the Bigfoot with yeah. Chinook? Like, oh, maybe. That's but, an idea. I mean, there's, there's, that there's, would be, that could be the most Cascadian yeah. thing that could happen is a, a white bearded man in a flannel flight, uh, fighting. Like sword fighting a Bigfoot using a Chinook salmon. Oh my gosh, I would pay per view that. That would be yeah. There's amazing. a uh, Yeti Sasquatch uh, Brotherhood. Eight hundred years of Yeti Sasquatch Brotherhood. Like I wish I could remember the that. name of this dude on YouTube that he claims that he's had sex with like many Bigfoot ladies. Oh, I've I've heard about this. Yeah, guy. But he's also a professional dog trainer. Oh, is but he his good? I don't know. His YouTube channel is both. It's fifty fifty, Bigfoot. Stuff and dog training stuff. Here's the thing. Here's the thing I like. Here's the thing I like to think about, though. All right, there's probably a less than a two percent chance that this guy's. He's probably completely full of shit. But, but that's two percent chance more than zero. Like to entertain the idea that Why not? maybe, maybe, just fucking maybe. Anything He's is not possible. lying. Anything is possible. That would be so great. I mean, it totally is. But like, well, I mean, I mean it's like my long... life's gotten so much better ever since I've like. I'm like. Generally, most people are not most people, but generally, you know, most of these quacky stories are it's just bullshit. But at the same time, in the back of my mind, maybe like, it's no, not. You know, maybe it's not. Maybe that guy did get abducted. So by you're aliens. saying there's a chance. Oh, 100%, yeah. man. Yeah. You got to live your life like that. It's way more fun to live your I'm well, happy like that, living my life. What's like that one that. movie that Jim Carrey did? Yes, man. You. What? Uh, yes, man. It's actually a pretty decent movie where he's just like, he is like a dude who's just horribly depressed, accidentally wanders into some like cult, like a so cult, cult symposium. It's a, yeah. It's a, uh, like a, a self-help symposium yeah, or something exactly. where it's like, just don't say no, just say yes to everything. And so he says yes to everything and goes on this like amazing life adventure and, you know, classic movie fashion falls <laughs> yeah. in love with Zoe Deschanel. Mm, I love her. I think everybody does. Mm. She's America's sweetheart. She's oh, okay. Those eyes. Yeah, she's got nice eyes. Oh, she does. That's probably the only person. I'm not, you know, when it comes to attraction, I'm I'm uh, not really an eye guy personally. Mm. I'm a big fan of well curves, to be honest. Oh, I never got, I never got the uh, into the thick ladies. I never got the uh, eye. You know, like God, oh, she's just got beautiful eyes. You know, mm. I can't make sweet, sweet loved eyes. Not uh, not about it. <clears throat> that's uh, that's my own personal opinion. How about you, John? Unless those eyes belong to Shirley Manson, I think no. Who's she, that? You don't know who Shirley Manson is. No, nope. Lead singer so from like Garbage. Char Charles Manson's no. uh, daughter. Oh, Garbage. That's so funny. I was watching Monday Night Football. Yeah, they did that weird re-recorded <laughs> performance, and it was just that like, didn't even match up with who, this. Whoever was the host of the like halftime show, mm -hmm. and now garbage yeah and i was just like what, what? is going on yeah was, yeah no she's the she's like, the singer true. songwriter for garbage she's like gorgeous scottish woman bright red hair and bright green eyes uh -oh. nice yeah no i think eyes are it depends make a big difference yeah definitely 
I feel like eyes aren't like eyes are like two levels deep on the like the port of entry. You, know? <laughs> you, know? you got the body and then you go to face and then you go you have to go one deeper into the eyes, you know. I think it's a I think it's a nice bonus feature. It's not something I really need, you know. Yeah. I yeah, I agree with that. Good. But uh, better on the same page. Definitely you can't have a ten out of ten without someone with without good eyes. That's fair. It's one piece of the whole. I think that's fair. It's that's kind fair. of a cop out, but that's it, true. No, it's true. Yeah, that's that's who. Well, guys, uh, I think this is an excellent. I think show so too. One. And it looks like it all actually got recorded. I'm not. Mm-hmm. We're we're past because we're using On the good laptop. Wax. How dare you? <clears throat> well, well, everyone. I'd like to thank everyone. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I love you guys. We're going to keep uh, grinding. We'll have a show for you next week. We will have a guest on there. So you're going to see what that's all about. Stay inquisitive. Again, I challenge every one of you people to go out and hang out with someone that's a little different than you. They might look different. They might think differently. Purposefully have a conversation with someone who doesn't agree with you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good thing. Hang out with more artists. I'm way happier. I'm glad you guys are in my life. and I'm thankful for everyone listening. I'm out. Love. See you, friends.